0: Peyton Jamieson is the principal of Peyton Jamieson Prestige Property. Peyton's agency specialises in sales, leasing, and marketing of real estate in Sydney and the east coast of Australia. Peyton has over two decades of experience and was previously the national sales and marketing manager for McDonald Industries, one of Australia's most successful redevelopment companies of apartment buildings. Peyton prides himself on honesty, integrity, and he has a unique ability to make everyone feel special, comfortable, and informed throughout the sales process, whether you're a vendor, a 1st home buyer, or an experienced investor. Today, I am absolutely delighted to welcome Peyton Jamieson. Welcome, Peyton.
1: Thank you, Amanda, and thank you for having me on uh, Your Strata Property. It's actually quite exciting.
0: Thank you. Oh, I'm excited that you're excited. Thank
1: you.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time out to come on. We were just having a bit of a chat off air and I said to you, I think you might be the first real estate agent that I know of that has been on the show and uh, I thought it was a great opportunity for you to have a chat with us to our listeners about the point of sale, why it's so important to understand the sales process and getting your strata unit ready for sale.
1: You know, I get it. I've got decades of experience in doing just that.
0: <laughs> so you are the man for the job. I
1: think I might be able to help your listeners in this one for sure.
0: Excellent. So I'll start by asking you, Peyton, why is it so critical for owners of strata units, apartments to put some thought into preparing their property for sale?
1: I think the first thing that comes to mind without doubt would be to achieve the, the ultimate result in being price. Yeah that would be the first thing. Secondly, I think uh, people do forget they're trying to get the ultimate result in price, but also a quick result. There's nothing worse than having a property sitting on a market for months, Mm. trying to get that, that price. So if we, when we get into this discussion about preparing the property, getting that quick result comes back to preparing the property. Well, Mm. I think also first impressions on a property is very important. If you don't get what I call in business, driver appeal or curbside appeal right from the very beginning, you lose the buyer. Mm-hmm. So you really need to make sure that the property presents as best it possibly can when that person comes to see it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer in igniting the senses with buyers. For example, if I'm selling, a, there's two apartments in, in one building, mm-hmm. and they're both exactly the same um, layout and floor plan, the one that's going to stand out there's the one with the point of difference, and that's when I talk about igniting senses. Mm-hmm. That's like sound, so something ambient playing in the background. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's <laughs> really. And the big key, which I love, I mean, it's in the old cliche, is like uh, you know, put bread in the oven or something.
0: <laughs> yes, have something baking.
1: <laughs> days, days are over. Okay. These days, I'm a big believer in essential oils, burning essential oils or candles. Right. Yeah, that's, it's just making that point of difference is what I'm really keen about doing when you uh, when you're selling a property.
0: I really like that. You have me hooked. (laughs) (laughs) Not something that I would have immediately thought of burning essential oils, but you've reminded me that when I go to my beautician, she always has something burning and I walk in the door and I go, oh, I am relaxed. I am in heaven. This is where I want to be. I want to come here every week. And I suppose there's oils for when you're having a massage and there's oils for yeah, when you're yeah. when you're trying to sell a property.
1: I and mean, to think about even when you go to your favorite hotels around the world I and mean, in yep. this particular sense like I can think of, in Miami, is a beautiful hotel over there called the Delano Hotel yeah. and it's got a distinct smell and it's ah. beautiful coming through the, the air conditioning. It's wonderful. So, I bring that philosophy back to when I sell property.
0: Yeah, awesome. Okay. So, aside from music and essential oils, what do you recommend to owners when it comes to preparing particularly their apartment for sale?
1: A really important question. Now, I guess the first thing that comes to mind straight away would be declutter. Yeah. Too often people have got so much stuff in their their homes and it's overwhelming. So, People have got to be careful that uh, they don't have too much furniture, too many photo albums lying around the place with, or sorry, photo frames, I should say. Mm. So there's no point having 20 pictures on the mantelpiece, (laughs) limited. You know, it's it's okay to have some personal stuff around, like something beside the bed that makes sure that someone really lives there, Mm. but yeah, decluttering and depersonalizing a little bit is important. Mm. People also overlook things like their balconies. They've got dead plants out there, which God only knows are still there, so
0: it's amazing what you can't see when you see it every day. Do you know what I mean? You can't have that objective point of view to see Besides. the dead plant.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't see it. Well, oh. they've, lived it and they've been trying to revive the thing, so God love them. But, <laughs> but uh, when the buyer's coming in, you want to make it fresh, alive and inviting. Yeah. So if there's a dead plant, replace it. Yep. Also, clean everything. With the apartment or home, wherever they are, I'm sure your listeners live in very clean environments, but that aside... Get in there and and clean beside the oven or all the nitty-gritty little places. Mm. So really over-clean the place because people do open and shut doors, go inside cupboards, all that sort of stuff. So that's also important. Also making sure everything works. Some people live with the door handle, which sort of works, going to the spare bedroom or whatever it may well be. It's time to fix it. If you're going to sale, you want to make sure everything basically works well. Yep. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do those things. Yep. Also, I guess things like fresh flowers are amazing
0: Yes. throughout
1: the house, particularly in the living room. So it's, you want to make that point of difference. When the person walks in the door, they get excited. Yep. So.
0: Now, I'm sure I have listeners listening in thinking, Peyton, my apartment is beautiful. I keep it immaculately. I have my oils. I have my flowers. I have my balcony tidy. No dead plants. But the rest yes. of the building is a shocker. The common areas are awful. That's a shame. You know, it's the foyer door that doesn't work. Is there anything that they can be doing about those areas?
1: Wow. <laughs> that is a problem and I get it. Yeah. The thing I guess you have to do is one or two things. Speak to your strata manager. Mm. Ask them to address the issues. Mm. Really, the executive committee and the likes should be assisting and getting those, those things fixed. The carpets, you know, regular cleaning or the cleaner needs a, a kick. The strata manager should be all over that alternatively, sometimes if it was me and I wasn't getting the results and the, the, maybe the strata itself was a little bit relaxed and, you know, don't want to spend money for whatever reason, mm. I'd get in there and do it myself. Yeah, I'd say I to know them, you would. <laughs> yeah, if, there's a, if, if there's a broken window downstairs so you're coming through and it's got a crack in it, for the sake of a couple of hundred dollars, I would say to the strata manager, at my expense, would you mind? Yeah. So take things on hand by yourself. Mm. Yeah, and put a vacuum over the, the four employers before you know your uh, people arrive. So.
0: Yeah, and I guess it comes down to as well that whole idea of preparing for your sale, preparing before you list the property. Uh, and I know it's something I've done in the past that I've had sort of this plan and not everybody might be as organised as this, but to say, look, I want to sell in six months' time so I know the issues in the building that I need to resolve now so that my property will have the best chance of a great sale and to start talking to the strata committee, the strata manager about, okay, well, we need a paint job. Well, the balcony rails need to be done. We need to have a a bylaw in place that prevents smoke drift onto the common property because I don't want people walking in the foyer and smelling cigarette smoke. That's the worst. So you can start dealing with those things a few months in advance or as far advance as you can organize yourself
1: yes it's also advantageous for all the other owners at the end of the day I yes think well. absolutely but so not just just not just for you for selfishly selling your apartment trying mm. to get the best but if you get the best result for your apartment it's only going to help everybody else and I think you touched on a very important thing and that being where if you're you know you wanting to repaint and things like that if the if the property starts getting neglected it just compounds mm. so it's important I feel that you keep on top of those issues so that it doesn't get to a situation where people just don't care
0: yep Mm. So in your long experience, Peyton, have you got any stories about owners who are doing a great job preparing their apartments for sale?
1: I've got some examples where we've had in the past where there's been a difference yep. of results. Go now, ahead. we sold uh, once for a developer who had uh, properties both in Sydney and in Melbourne. Yep. And back then we used to get the displays ourselves and assemble them all up. I'd get in there with the fresh flowers, get the essential <laughs> burning myself personally, and we'd sell the building out in like two weekends. Wow! And the owner would turn around, and say, "Well, what are we doing wrong in Melbourne? Because mm. on the market for quite some time." So, off well, we went. Got on a plane, flew down to Melbourne, got there, and I could tell you why they weren't selling. Yeah. Clearly, it was, it was terribly presented. So that when we talked about it earlier about the drive-up appeal, the curbside appeal, it wasn't there. So what we did is we got in there, cleaned it all up, took the property off the mark for a couple of weeks to just give it a bit of a a breather and then freshened it all up. Came in there, got the essential oils burning, got the (laughs) furniture all set properly so that it it looked inviting and guess what? It sold. So it's a really good example. That was many years ago. But there's countless examples of that uh, I could read back to you, but uh, that was just one that probably stands out in mind.
0: And do you see this as your role as a real estate agent or or do you feel you're going above and beyond or do you ever recommend owners get other experts in to help them? Is this what real estate agents should be doing? Should owners expect their agents to do this?
1: I think the owners probably would like guidance, Yeah. but I don't think a lot of agents take this on board. Hmm. I feel I personally do because I know that I end up getting the ultimate result, which is what you're supposed to be doing at the mm. end of the day for your vendor. I guess a lot of agents sort of potentially may rely on external companies to come in and mm. style their properties, but a lot of the agents don't even see it themselves. They're yeah. just happy to get in there and do it. And also, unfortunately, some owners are reluctant to employ external uh, companies because of expense, because they're not cheap if you want to go and hire out uh, furnishing sometimes. Mm. But the very least an agent could do is hopefully visually see and say, look, madam, you know, the apartment's got you know too much in here. Mm. Can you try and have a little crack at trying to sort some of this out? Mm. So, yeah, not all agents, unfortunately, do that. I personally take the role of doing that and probably go the next step as well and physically doing stuff on myself. So mm. that's a bit of a point of difference.
0: Do you send them off to watch an episode of um, Selling Houses Australia with Andrew Winter, is it, <laughs> and the results that he achieves when they do the complete makeover? I always love watching those.
1: But I actually have a funny <laughs> statement. Like I say to people, even with my home, you were referring to your home earlier, and I'm a bit the same. I keep it meticulous. Yeah. And I have this philosophy that when I walk out the door, if they wanted to bring Vogue in to do a shoot, they could, they could do it then. I'm talking right <laughs> now, I'm meticulous, right down to the bed beds being made. So that's just a personal thing that I am. And I try and install that into the, the customers at the same time as well. So
0: I had a friend of mine who recently sold her apartment, and she's got two little boys who are two years old and four years old. And she said, every time I leave the house for the next three weeks, I have to make sure everything is like yeah. out of a magazine. And she said, do you know how hard that is with two little kids? I said, God, I can only imagine.
1: I only imagine. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. The poor one.
0: But you know what? And that's part of the reason why you want a quick sale too, because who wants to put up with that for too long if, if you're not used to it?
1: <laughs> that's exactly what we're targeting before. Quick sale, best price.
0: Okay, so no doubt we have some listeners today, Peyton, who are thinking about selling their Strata unit. Hopefully, not from listening to this podcast and being disillusioned with Strata, (laughs) but maybe some investors who are thinking of offloading. What actions can they be taking today? What quick wins can they get on the board when it comes to preparing their unit for sale?
1: Okay, well, I think the first thing, the most important thing, is clean the place. If they're looking for a quick win, Yep. Get the place spotless because that is basically what a person is going to come in. And if it's got the a dirty bathroom or toilet or whatever it is, yeah. it's an immediate turn off unfortunately. So it place needs to be clean. If there's anything in the garages and stuff like that, pack it away. Get mm. rid of it. Either throw it out or store it you want to be able to make sure that people get there and they've got the, the big car or whatever it is can fit in the garage because unfortunately so often people have got so much stuff in there that they can't even get their own car in there.
0: That's a really good point, especially for Strata, yeah. Yeah,
1: so that would be sort of two quick wins for your listeners to get to get started. Yep. And if it's investors, you know, typically an investor is going to be selling a vacant unit with nothing in there, and the difference it makes to go and get a external company to furnish it up mm it's well worth the investment. And also it would be a tax deduction as well, I would imagine. So Mm, that's another important thing. So don't underestimate the value in furnishing an apartment that is vacant.
0: Yep. Excellent. Okay. Peyton, what books have had the greatest impact on you and why?
1: Wow. That's a good question. (laughs) I'm not a big book reader these days. I used to be. And I guess you couldn't really print books quick enough these days as a result. Yeah. Everything's online. Yeah, it's true. I find if the the listeners are looking for something to get inspiration and ideas from, you couldn't get better mediums than social media such as, say, Instagram. Yep. I think it's an ideal uh, start. Yeah. Facebook, another great place to have a look at stuff. Also, magazines. I mean, I'm a great tactile sort of person. I like to go and sit at the beach or whatever with a, a good magazine, a Vogue magazine, an Architectural Digest magazine, an InDesign magazine. Beautiful. So they're the sorts of things you can get immediate gratification from and understand, <laughs> and understand stuff. So yeah. being in the modern age, everything's online these days, I find. So picking up a book, not so much these days. It's more, <laughs> it's more the online experience and also, you know, the magazines, if they want to be able to be transportable and sit on the plane or something like that, that's another good method.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. When um, we renovated our home about a year ago, And during that process, I, of course, became addicted to Pinterest and Instagram and, you know, looking up all your ideas. And um, it's amazing how much value those kind of places have to provide when you've got a unique problem to be solved, because it's only today that I'm heading off to my hairdresser this afternoon. And I thought, I want to change, but I don't really know what I want. So last night I was sitting there Googling different hairstyles and I have uh, a bit of a list going here, which I'll present to my hairdresser. So you're exactly right. Good places to stop and Get some inspiration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good.
0: <laughs> Peyton, how do our listeners find out more about you? And please, is there anything you want to add before we wrap up?
1: Thank you, Matt. I guess the most obvious place to start to try and uh, locate who I am and what I'm about um, would be PeytonJameson.com. That would be our website. We're also on Facebook and constantly updating Facebook and Instagram almost daily. Awesome. Yeah, so I've got a lot of followers on that now, which is quite exciting. Also, they want to have a real life experience and see what I'm all about, who I am and how I present my products and what we sell. I've got buildings at the moment on the market in Bono Junction, a building called Eden. You can look that up on the net. That will be another one called Spruce, that's in Camperdown. That yep. goes on the market in about two, three weeks' time. We're relaunching that. Said to obvious places you can actually come and see what real styling is all about from my point of view and, you know, hear the sounds of the music playing in the background, smell the sense I'm playing, um, (laughs) Um, or they can call me directly on my mobile, which is uh, 0416 246 969. I'm always happy to discuss uh, anything.
0: And I will um, get those links to not only your website, but to your properties that you're marketing now, Peyton, those two that you mentioned. And I'll put those in the show notes under this episode on the website. So anybody who wants to check out Peyton and what he has to offer, and I definitely recommend it head over to the Your Strata Property website under this episode and you'll be able to click through and find out exactly where you can meet the man himself.
1: That's amazing. Thank you, Amanda. I much appreciate the opportunity today.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property.